0: Thank you for tuning in. You're watching Burnham Podcast on YouTube or maybe on Rumble. You can also find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. So wherever you found it, know that you can find it other places too. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. So my guest in this episode could easily have just been my arch nemesis, considering that she married my little brother and now I'm no longer his favorite. She's my sister-in-law. But it turns out that I love her. We all love her. Everybody loves her. This episode, we got my sister-in-law, Carrie Mae Burnham. Welcome to Burnham Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Burnham. Here we are. Yeah. You guys are still here. You didn't know this, but you were already here, and now you're back here again with Carrie Mae Burnham.
1: Yeah. I, um...
0: We're starting all over again. Yeah, that's so. fine.
1: The uh, <laughs> I was getting ready for you to say, "Bradrick."
0: Yeah, or you are like all the way doing this over again, aren't no, you? Why
1: not? <laughs> yeah, no, I let's mean, do it. I can. I've got a good memory.
0: Well, I was gonna say it, and I, I even thought about it again that time. I was gonna be like, "Carry me, a Bradrick," but then I don't have you gotten used. You've been a Burnham for six six months, six months now.
1: Like a week ago, or something. Two weeks ago,
0: you finally but your like monogram and stuff didn't change. You were already be. If and,
1: I would have known. If the Lord would have told me, hey, your last name's not going to change your first initial, I would have been monogramming things my entire life. But I always opted out of the monogram because I was like, I was bound and determined. Throw stuff away. That I was going to get married and Uh, have a new last name. And I do have a new last name, but I don't have a new initial. Initial. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was.
0: uh, You could have got a tattoo and everything. I know.
1: Yep. (laughs) I was even doodling in my office this week. Um, and I was signing Carrie Mae Bradrick and I told Drew about it and he was like, wow, thanks for not loving me. And I,
0: <laughs> Carrie Mae is married to my brother, Drew, that if you've been with the podcast since day one, you've seen Drew before. Uh, he's been on, I don't know, 20 ish episodes or so what most of them way back, but
1: yeah. So I, it's, it's still kind of weird to, uh, even in your house this week, your mom said something, your father-in-law and I was like. I have a father-in-law. I have a father-in-law. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think about that kind of thing, but yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you don't like you don't live here with us, so it's Mm-mm. that part of things is probably a little tougher to get used to. Yeah, like my in-laws live seven minutes away. Right. Yours live fourteen hours away, and it's yep. a you know, fly to get here and all mm-hmm. the stuff, and yeah. So you guys live in Peru Nebraska, Peru, Nebraska, and you're here for Christmas. Yeah, we're super fired up about that. Glad yeah. to have Yeah, I you love here.
1: coming down here. I was I worked really hard to get down here early to be able to hang out and be with everybody. So
0: you did great. We're happy to have you. Um, you're, so you're from Nebraska, like by way of Texas, we said earlier, we were going to mention your, your Texas Rangers, go Rangers, Rangers, 2023 world series champs. Heck yeah. How fired up are you about that?
1: Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I uh, will never forget where I was. I'm the director of student activities at the college that we work at. And, when you're the director of student activities, you can make events. So I thought, hmm, why not make an event out of the world series? The world series. Yeah. And I used our performing arts center and had the big, huge projector screen pulled down uh, a theater that sits. Couldn't even tell you how many people can get yeah. in there, but first game three or two or three, I can't remember. It must've been three. I had about 10 students in there, softball, mm-hmm. baseball players. And then the last game when the Rangers won, it was me and, Two other baseball
0: players. That was it? it. Yep. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) Whatever. We still had our Rangers watch party. They
1: wanted the Diamondbacks to win so bad, and we just went back and forth the whole night. And then when they realized the Diamondbacks weren't going to win, they came up to the front. And when they threw that last strike they started jumping up and down and screaming with me. It was oh, really fun. Oh, that's good stuff. It was really fun. That's how
0: you know they love you. They yeah. change sides Thanks to for your baseball team. Yeah. So is this better than Is this better than a Cowboys Super Bowl?
1: I'm not really a Cowboys fan. What? I don't know if people well, just heard that. Can you that, take that but... part out?
0: Because she's got to go back to Texas one day. Yeah. And you...
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Chargers fan. A Chargers Phil fan. Saoirse.
0: Well, I go Phil Saoirse. Yeah. yeah mean, if yeah. you know a guy, that makes a difference, right? Right. But...
1: You're... Yeah, I'm just not a – I'm not a huge NFL fan. Yeah. Like college yeah. football all day, but – and Drew really doesn't do college football. I mean, excuse me, doesn't do NFL because yeah. they're working on Sundays. right? So he gets to watch the occasional Thursday night game. Yeah. Monday nights yeah. are usually late nights. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. But you got your buddy that coaches for the Chargers. Drew's big yeah. time. Drew's not big time yet, but his friend is. Mm-hmm. He coaches for the Chargers. Yep. Shout out Phil Sertia. We a did a, a fan. we did a pen pal thing with uh Phil's kids, yeah, they were doing yep. a homeschool thing mm-hmm. where they wanted to write a letter to every all the 50 states, and we were their Georgia people, and that was a lot yeah. of fun and
1: yeah Drew's guys wrote letters um from Nebraska, yeah all, all the wide receivers wrote a little letter yeah. to them.
0: it was fun yeah, it was cool, that's good stuff, yeah, so Texas, you're from Texas, you're from d f w Arlington Arlington, mm-hmm. not which Dallas.
1: is and that's okay. not Fort Worth.
0: It's not, apparently, it's not even Texas. Yeah. I mean, it is, but you you say, I'm not from Texas, I'm from Arlington. Uh,
1: a couple times, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, don't mess with Texas.
0: Because you had... <laughs> 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 we we gave you a chicken one time, and it was the first time you had touched a chicken, apparently.
1: Oh, the chicken's at your house. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I caught and held a chicken.
0: I just thought that everybody from Texas wore spurs. No way. And, you know... There was some grass there. I was impressed with that, but I thought everybody—it was just. And it, there were a lot of cowboy hats, but it wasn't like yeah. Arlington. Like in town, wasn't as much, but uh, I expected there to be boots and hats and spurs everywhere, and there just isn't.
1: No, some parts of Texas there are. Yeah, out in West Texas. Yeah, lots we of went French. to the the
0: stockyard in Fort yeah. Worth, and that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, um, that was a super. I took all Drew cowboys. That.
1: Yeah, I took Drew there um, first time he came. We did the all the touristy things that I had never done, in the thirty years that I lived there. Mm-hmm. Did the stockyards, did the Dealey Plaza with the six floor museum. That's the thing. Yes, yes we're yes. doing that again too. Yeah.
0: So you're from you're from Dallas. Arlington. Arlington. It's just, it's the, in the area. You can yeah. throw a rock DFW from DFW Metroplex. Right. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know the first time somebody ever said, "Where are you from?" and he's like, "DFW," and I was like, "Yeah, well, where is that?" Mm-hmm. And it was it was, it was Jeff. Dallas, Fort Worth. Your buddy Jeff. What was Jeff's last name? Hickerson, uh, he's like, I'm from DFW. And I was like, okay, whatever. He didn't know who killed Kennedy either. What, what are your thoughts on who killed Kennedy? You- Ask my husband. Yeah, I
1: don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, we don't do the field trip thing. We just. That's such a shocker First time me. I ever went there was yeah. when, we, when I took him, when he came to visit my family for the first time, uh, two or three years ago, his first Thanksgiving, our together. Yeah. We went to Sixth Floor. We spent an hour just outside, not even in the museum.
0: Yeah, outside well, Dealey Plaza. Both angles, you know, yeah. up and down, and
1: and then we spent two hours in the museum, and then we went back outside of Dealey Plaza to get a different perspective after he had gone through the museum. So
0: we spent so, a lot of time there that day. Oh, but you got to get the grassy knoll, and you got to get the babushka lady, and you got to get the the window yeah, looking that's down and
1: stuff that I heard for the first time. Yeah, with him.
0: I don't know if you, if your state lets the president die there, like it's not a thing that you rehash <laughs> no. in your yeah. your local government history mm-hmm. class or whatever. Yeah, but, that
1: was a comment that was made to him the first time. Was um, we just don't like it was the 60th anniversary. We just yeah. don't typically. I don't know. Posted anywhere? Or throw we're it on a little the news
0: different or. here, I guess. I don't know if that had happened in Rome, Georgia. I think it might be something we talked about. Because like one of our most famous landmarks is a cemetery, you know. It's I've like been a, there. Yeah, uh, Myrtle Hill, just Myrtle Hill, down yeah, yeah, yeah. three blocks from here. Um, but it's a big thing, right? Let's go to Myrtle Hill and look at all the famous graves. I mean, okay, yeah. like Woodrow Wilson's wife is there, and like, that's pretty cool. though. I mean, it is, but like, I don't want to go to a cemetery and hang out.
1: Yeah, I just, I, don't know. I yeah, the museum thing. I
0: I get it though with the president. We we'll let the president get shot in our state. Because we put the parade route in the newspaper ahead of time and blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. that was for our, we picked up a bunch of listeners. We did a conspiracy theories episode okay. one time. Yeah. And we picked yeah. up a bunch of <laughs> listeners because they were like, these guys get into all kinds of stuff. And that was one of the things we talked about. Yeah. And,
1: you should have, well, maybe don't have your on there about that. It'll be its yeah.
0: own entire episode.
1: <laughs> that would be
0: hours <laughs> long. We, we could talk about it for days. But uh, so you don't have an opinion about Kennedy. And uh, I, guess, I guess that's okay. Yeah and you don't like the cowboys.
1: It's not that I don't like the cowboys. I just I mean, I think I'm indifferent. Is that different than
0: liking them? No, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if you just don't like If they're like, on TV, yeah. I will turn them on and watch yeah, them. Yeah, like but I'm star, not going to find cool. out
1: what time they play to right. make sure I'm sitting in front of the TV. That's kind of my thoughts on it. The that. Rangers though. That's a different The Rangers game. though, well, when you live in southeast Nebraska, you don't get the Rangers. You oh, get the no. Orioles. Yeah, so I, I actually so. didn't get to watch any Ranger games until the playoffs. Until they started oh, wow. on like national TV. I guess that makes TV. sense. You're yep. far enough away. Yep. And that's the other thing with the Cowboys now too. We don't. We pick up the
0: Chiefs first. Ugh. So, yeah. But yeah. The guy was off sides, Patrick. Get over it. Pay your fine. <laughs> he was way offsides. And Andy Reid. And Andy Reid. Oh, I'm getting yikes. That's Drew's favorite. I mean, who didn't like Andy Reid, but he was wrong. The guy was off sides. <laughs> you know, the, don't call it right now. What do you mean don't call it right now? That's the rule anyway. Rabbit yeah. trailing. Whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah. So you live in, in southeast Nebraska, which is not where you're from. No. But you didn't live for a long time where you were from anyway. You yep. grew up in Born in grew up in DFW. DFW. that's right.
1: Good job. Yeah. And then moved to Abilene, I finished my master's degree in two thousand sixteen yeah uh masters of arts in sports management i actually started my master's in counseling i have a psych undergrad okay started my master's arts in counseling um the 300 hours didn't intimidate me none of it really intimidated me until um i really didn't make any occupational or educational decision without talking to uh two people that worked at dbu that i went to church with yeah and, Who are these two people? Uh, Mark Hale and Leslie Moulton. There you go. Um, yeah. They, I did not make a big decision without getting their very wise so, counsel. So. so you
0: have two like useful college degrees.
1: Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. And I actually used the second one first. Yeah. I kind of used the, se- the first one now with working with students. Yeah. But my Master of Arts in Sports Management graduated in December. My time had come into it. An- I was working full time at DBU. Mm-hmm. Um, I was advising adult students and that kind of was coming to a close and that our, uh, president or our CFO at DBU was now the president of Hardin Simmons, another Baptist school, Baptist university in Texas. Mm -hmm. And we had conversations and I went out there and was the assistant to the athletic assistant director. To yep.
0: the, that was the first conversation you and I ever had. Yep. I thought you were the assistant athletic director, mm-hmm. but upon further review, yep. you were Dwight Schrute.
1: Yeah, can't, per, can't forget the toothy. Yeah. Um,
0: We had a I, connection, though, at Harden simmons as it turned out. We had a, a common friend out there, Mr. Jared Bomer.
1: Jared's in Arlington
0: basketball player. I thought he was a hard and Oh, Simmons. no, that's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was right. a model kid that yes. I, I taught at model. Yes, and, yeah. I that was probably one of the most awkward conversations I have had <laughs> with a student athlete. I remember that now because um, we figured that out. Yeah, and then I showed him your picture. Uh huh. And I said, Do you remember this guy? He goes, Yeah, that was my bus driver. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> He goes. That's your boyfriend? Isn't he married? Oh, no. And I was like, no, 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 no,
0: no. No, not <laughs> no, 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 no. I am no. dating
1: his brother. Oh, gosh. But yes, I remember that. Because I didn't really, we just never had conversations. So that was the first and only time I ever, ever had a conversation with him yeah. was making that connection. I love Jared. And,
0: Jared's a fantastic kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah I forgot about many that. many a mile on my bus.
1: Yep. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I, um, so I worked out there for six years in the athletic department. Love those people. You still love do.
0: Them. I see every time they win a softball game, you're on Facebook. You know, oh, go yeah. go cowgirls. And
1: yep. I I try to keep up as much as I can um with what they're doing and yeah. um even just the school as a whole. And yeah. love that place. Love those people so much. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, this stuff. Southeast Nebraska.
0: Oh, for a football coach. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why? Why why did you marry a football <laughs> coach?
1: <laughs> um I don't know. I just love them, you know.
0: This particular one though, or like, yeah, of I mean, course, just any old coach.
1: I mean, there are people that my couple of my best friends and um, one of my second family members out there in Arlington will tell you that I've always said I was going to marry a football coach. I said that for years. Yeah. Now, what I originally had said was I was going to marry a bearded college football coach, but. Beard thing's not doesn't happen very well. Beard
0: so. thing is never going to happen. You're never <laughs> going to be married to a bearded college football. I'm very <laughs> sorry about this. My brother cannot grow a beard,
1: and that's okay. Yeah, he's
0: just cute. He's, I mean, he used to be. <laughs> but that was your thing. You're always going to marry a college football coach. Yeah. Um, did you think about marrying an NAIA football coach in Nebraska, or were you thinking no. about? Mm-mm. You know, go Not a
1: JUCO a, college football coach in Kansas. Aggies or
0: you know, no, the Longhorns
1: yeah, or whatever. <laughs> well, and that's what I was saying earlier. So I started Master of Arts in Counseling. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Hale is actually the one that suggested that I take a trauma counseling class. Because I was going to go be a victim services counselor for a police department. Oh, wow. And he said, well, why don't you take a, an elective? Yeah. Take a trauma counseling class. See what happens. And I did and quickly realized that was not for me. Mm. Just, I would not be able to compartmentalize those things from but being you at can work and home.
0: Help Drew when they lose by thirty, right? And then it's I like, have learned how to do that. Yeah. I have <laughs> learned,
1: yeah. Um, so I withdrew yeah. from that semester, and um, our the program director for the sports management program was coming down the stairs, and I was working in the registrar's office at the time. And sure enough, my coworker was like, "Well, why don't you just go do sports management? You like sports, right?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I've been around it my whole life. Okay. And so I did. Yeah. And then going through that program kind of showed me what I wanted to do and how much I really kind of, that was the best decision for me. So that's when I moved out to Abilene and became the assistant to the director of athletics. Assistant to
0: the director of athletics. So, but yeah. So you had the the heart and the mind for Mm -hmm. football, but you you got a, a taste of that really early on of like how things can go. Um, I don't think you guys weren't even married yet when Drew was at Hutchinson Community College
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you took a job there. I did. To move there I and did. then as that's Accepted happening it. yeah he got this job in Nebraska and mm-hmm. left Hutchinson Kansas. Yep. So then you had to not
1: take take the job job so you could move
0: to Nebraska yep so like that's how it goes right Mm -hmm. and we're gonna move around every couple of years until we are the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame or the or the San Diego Chargers (laughs) so that's what you signed up for yeah right absolutely
1: yep I think it's exciting I mean we we are really good about Finding the fun things, finding the quirky yeah. things. I mean, we'll going on a drive is we don't mind doing that. I mean, we gotta drive an hour to get to Anywhere. most places right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but we don't mind going to I mean, I that, I think they call it so there's a town called Brownville that's about twelve miles from us. And you know that I'm being cultured when I not don't talk in minutes anymore and I talk in yeah, miles. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's miles out there. The roads are straight and flat.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I th- If I remember, they say that it's the world's largest flea market.
0: In Brownville, in Brownville Nebraska. Nebraska.
1: I think that's what they call it. But All right. Yeah. So we, I mean, I'm that's in. the kind of thing we love. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. We will go and walk and see and find and the junky stuff and the handmade <laughs> stuff and yeah. the tiny cars, the Hot Wheels, the Coca-Cola products. We will stop if there's a Coca-Cola product he sees it and we will stop and look at it. He's
0: got to at least look at it, right? Yeah. Put eyes on it.
1: Mhm. So we're good about finding and and I have a coworker that tells me y'all are so good about finding the little things and getting to you know where you are. And you yeah. guys
0: live in a town where they roll up the sidewalks at night. I mean, yeah, it's I mean,
1: but it's so, small towns are cool because they've got the history. Yeah. With, I mean, 1867 is when this college started. Right. Not I don't I mean the town part I'm not super knowledgeable about but had to have been closed. Yeah, yeah yeah and an hour from the oldest town in Nebraska yeah so it's just the fun things that we find and go and do um, we found Minnesota's largest candy store
0: say the town right
1: I don't oh uh, oh
0: this wasn't in the town this was, was it? It, yeah it's in a different place what's the
1: Minneapolis there you
0: go <laughs> holy smokes my ringer's on one of y'all grab that like just switch the ringer off. That's Oops. obnoxious. Whoops. Yeah. Right. So Minneapolis. That's Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I have to say it really
1: slow or I say Minneapolis. Absolutely. And my bosses who, I mean, I'm 36 years old and I just found out this year that I've been saying that wrong. My Minneapolis,
0: like Indianapolis. Yeah. Indian <laughs> so we, no place.
1: We went there and went to a twins game, um, just kind of hung out and saw parts of the city and by pure chance just drove by the Minnesota's largest candy store. Life-size marble figurines hanging from the ceiling. I that's mean, insane. Made out over of candy. Over. No. Just dudes. But every candy you can imagine was there. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Butterfinger BBs.
0: Which no Butterfinger we'll BBs. They, I mean, they're discontinued. And I, I don't understand. Like, I think they're they're overrated. But like, people loved them. I thought maybe not. Maybe that's why they're discontinued. He,
1: Drew's disappointed they're discontinued.
0: But. Yeah. Drew could be it though. Maybe he was the Butterfinger BB fan.
1: But, yeah, he could be why.
0: <laughs> so, you you wanted to marry a college football coach, and now you have, you know, beardless or not, whatever. Sure. Um, but you've got to be wired a certain way to move around and, you know, make these like this is – you're not just moving 15 minutes down the road, you no, know, and, yeah, and moving states. keeping your same job and staying, like, kind of close to home and, you know, whatever. But, like, you have had an upbringing – that is not I mean it's not not ideal but it's not normal I yeah. hate to say it that way um you had a village you were raised you were the kid that was raised by the village yeah thank you for watching if you like what you see here's how you can help head over to patreon.com slash project thank you very much so yeah so we were going to talk about your family and your church and mm-hmm. um the people who made you who you are and prepared you to marry the ding-dong that is my brother <laughs> and travel all over the world and live in weird, small places. Um, so yeah. who, who are these people?
1: Uh, there's quite a few of them. Um, the ones that kind of we involved in our ceremony, our wedding ceremony, we had them write a letter, and um, we will read that on our wedding anniversary next year. Just kind of a letter of encouragement, and the first one, first year's hard, and these things happen, but yeah. um, they come up during a wedding ceremony, um, the Butts. I both, I had their daughters in an accountability group um, when they were in junior high and high school, and um, a lot, I mean, these are all kind of my second families. And yeah. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth yes, family, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spend a lot of time with David and Lori. Um, the Bergdorf, those are my people. Um, that's where we stay when we go back home yeah. um, the Burgesses I had their daughter in volleyball um, so I coached her from like third to third grade to maybe high school had her in the same accountability group um, Tate's their daughter was in the accountability group they have a son that's doing some really cool things now that he's graduated college um, and the McCaskill's uh, he may deny this <laughs> Which is fine, but a lot of Monday nights spent watching The Bachelor at their house. Uh. It's, always, it's a weird show, but it's, it's funnier and better when you're with people that recognize how odd it is and you, just make jokes about it. You find the humor in it, oh right? My gosh, yeah. So much laughter. Uh. So much laughter. I used to watch their kids when they'd go out of town, they travel a lot Yeah, when the boys were little. Um, Dennis and Cindy Wiles, that's my best friend's parents. He's the pastor of our church. He yeah. appreciated our wedding. Yeah. Um, we just talked to him last night, actually. He has, um, his family's from Gilmer, Georgia. Griffin, Georgia. Griffin, Griffin Georgia. Yeah. Griffin, Georgia. Yep. A yeah, he's a Georgia he's, guy. He's an
0: Auburn fan. Yes. But he's a Georgia guy. Yeah. Parents yeah.
1: Lived in Georgia. Yeah. Moved to Abilene. So we were just talking about Griffin, Georgia last night. Yeah. Um, and their daughter, again, she's one of my best friends and just kind of living life with them.
0: What's her name? What's her daughter's name? Hannah. Shout out to Hannah Wiles, just beat cancer. Yeah, kicking its butt. Holy so smokes.
1: I got that call while I was um, on Friday. We could go today. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing room checks in the uh, residence hall I live in, and she FaceTimed me. When Hannah FaceTimes, you've got to pick you up. You pick up. So she called to tell me that she is cancer-free and doesn't have it anymore and everything looked good with her surgery. So
0: good deal. So I I learned all I needed to know about Hannah before I ever met her because I drew tells me Carrie's best friend, you know, slash sister. Yeah. um, Just got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. um, But she's going to go stay with her parents while you guys stay in her house for your wedding. We were there, my, me and my family, uh, drew Adam Derek, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett Schwetman, who just yeah. won the uh, f- famous Toastery Bowl as the oh special teams coach for the – anyway, I'm, I'm rabbit trailing right now. Um, but Hannah had just been diagnosed with cancer, and she left her house so some rando strangers could live in it when well, yeah. we were there for four or five days, whatever it was. Yeah, um, I
1: asked her. I was like, okay, what needs to change? What do we got to do differently? And she was like, nothing. I wasn't even going to tell you this until after the wedding. But uh, like we're staying everything the same. And I was like, oh, I mean, I fought for a little bit, but you just really don't tell her no. So
0: She doesn't seem like the person who does no well. Yeah. It yeah. Bless her heart. I mean, <laughs> she,
1: yeah, you, you tell her she has cancer and she says, well, watch this. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Drew
0: was talking about her and, and he said that she said at one point, I'm not going to be a sick person. Yeah. And, you know, while we were there, you know, she's going to CrossFit. Mm-hmm. and then doing wedding stuff and all that, whatever. So, yeah. like, you stay as busy as you can, I guess, And mm-hmm. especially if you're that type of busy person anyway. But, yeah, good for her, and God's good and takes care of his people, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then that last couple was Mark and Pam Wade, and they're the reason that I was at first Baptist Arlington. Mm-hmm. We lived in the cul-de-sac with them. It was four families. They all had boys my brother's age and yeah. then me. So <laughs> I had a lot of friends that were little little my brother and all his little buddies with him. Um, and they invited us to go to church camp the summer of my sixth grade year. Mm-hmm. Kind of went every now and then. And then once I got to junior high, super consistent. Yeah. Um, so they have, they've lived a lot of life with me before and after kind of being at First Baptist Arlington. Yeah. Um, that's where I met Hannah and yeah. my two other best friends, Casey and Anna.
0: Did we mention that Dennis is the pastor of the church?
1: Uh, I don't know. I can't remember.
0: I don't know if we did either. You we were just talking there? about him a second yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did say you officiated the wedding. <clears throat> okay.
1: Yeah. So that's where I met Casey and Anna, and we still talk. I mean, that's two, three of my best friends. Right yeah. There, so.
0: Oh, good stuff.
1: Yeah. And then kind of my family knew it, but I think realized it more at the wedding, how important that place is to me. Yeah. And kind of what it did for me spiritually. Um, oh. My sister put a really, my oldest sister put a really sweet post on Facebook the day after the wedding. Um, And I didn't see it originally, just, I mean, my phone had blown up after that, but I didn't see it for a day or so. And um, she just put in there about, I have a big family. Yeah. But she didn't realize how many families I guess I really have. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we had to spend some time with Dennis uh, the night before the wedding um, on a car ride, and he was telling us, he was like, there's like five men legitimately in that church who could walk her down the aisle and nobody would bat an eye because they're, you know, they had that much of an influence in your life.
1: Yeah, yeah. And those were the men that Drew had to just call and say, Hey, this is before he did anything, just like my dad, <laughs> I call all these guys, he call all these guys and <laughs> let them what was going on. And, and even during the ceremony, um, Dennis made some kind of comment about when I told him, um, there was this boy mm-hmm. that I had that it was coming home. Yeah. Um, he said, and all you guys that are sitting right here, you went straight into defense. Yeah. And yeah. Just ready to, <laughs> to be there to protect me if needed. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really sweet. Um, so my family just kind of really kind of took that in and kind of grasped that yeah. on
0: my wedding day. Well, that's what church does. Right. And then the church got to show your family mm-hmm. who the church really is. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the same last name or right. flesh and blood, you yeah, know, yeah.
1: I mean, since my mom has started going there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. She, since um, both my grandparents passed away within a week of each other mm. uh, a couple years ago, and so my mom just since that wedding day six months ago, she has started being really involved, and she goes all the time. She's in a good class. good. Yeah, she um, just took my nephew to the little Christmas um, thing they had for the kids. So yeah. She has started going pretty regularly herself, which has been really cool. Kind yeah. Of, uh, kind of weird sometimes, because um, she'll call me and be like, did you know this person, this person, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, they're in my Bible study class now. So it's just kind of really cool to see. Yeah, that's good stuff. The differences. Of yeah. Just kind of what that looks like for her. So. But when
0: the church, when they do say, hey, this is this is who we are, and they're able to show that, that's, that's the result. It mm-hmm. brings people in, and, and not just your family understanding that, but then becoming part of right. it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's good stuff.
1: And I get texts from people, hey, I saw your mom today. Hey, I got to hug your mom today. She sat by Oh, the that's church. cool, right? And so, yeah, it's been been really interesting. Really yeah. Cool to kind of
0: see well, especially you live in, you know, you, you're talking about Dallas, Texas. You live in Nebraska now, so, like, you know your mom's being taken care of. Yeah. By the same people who were taking care of you, so that's you right. know how good the care is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is good. That is good.
0: Yeah, so you don't have to worry about mom way back, and, you know, Drew has like I live next door to our parents. So Drew's in Nebraska and he knows that if mom needs anything that I'll call one of our other brothers. No, I'm just kidding. I'll go next door. (laughs) I'll go next door and take care of it. But uh, yeah, it's good. Especially the other lifestyle you guys have chosen. And You're going to get fired and move and (laughs) get different jobs and go places and do stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, this is, that's what we do as believers. And it's, they saw you with this area of your life, this void in your life that was, just going to stay a void but they were brave enough courageous mm-hmm. enough thoughtful enough to look at you and go hey i I know the thing that'll fill that void yeah. um and at at their own expense i'm not, i don't know this is how this is going to sound at their own expense it was an inconvenience right to take on another kid and uh yeah you can okay. come to our house and eat dinner you can sleep right. on our couch you can do yeah. you know whatever but yeah. that's what we're supposed to do
1: it's been really, really awesome just to kind of, and now that I'm an adult and I'm in a married relationship, yeah. I'm taking those things that they taught me. That I don't even think that they realized they were actively teaching me. Yeah. But it's those things that I saw that now I get to put in place.
0: Well, teaching is so many things, right? When we think about teaching as the person is standing in front of the room lecturing. Right. Teaching could be doing mm-hmm. right. Like, I'm just yeah. going to, I'm going to do the right thing. And in that, you know, that's going to teach. I think one of the dumbest things we say as Christians is preach the gospel when necessary, use words. I'm mm-hmm. sorry if you've ever said that before. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what that is. It's still the gospel. Um, and not that they didn't also use the words, but their deeds are what opened up the door and say, like, Hey, come with us. And we got yeah. this thing that, yeah. that you could benefit from. And, you know, no, that's good stuff. And it goes on down the line, and I hate that, like, I don't know, you guys are in a place right now that church just isn't a big thing culturally.
1: They're, they are there, it's just a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see, I mean, growing up in Texas my whole life, Baptist churches were on the corner. Yeah. But now it's Lutheran and Catholic churches yeah. on the corner, which is not a bad thing, it's just different, and so yeah. we're...
0: It's a little bit bad. That's all right.
1: (laughs) We're figuring that out and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, So a lot of times we will, if we're home on a Sunday morning and I mean, he's got to be at the office pretty, not early, but makes it tricky to go. Sometimes we just will watch the stream of First Baptist Arlington. Yeah. And turn that on if we can make it.
0: Yeah. So any brave Baptist out there looking to plant a church, Peru, Nebraska is the place to go. It's in Drew. Are you seriously so unprofessional right now? Not bad. The phone's ringing in here. This is doesn't matter. You are the keeper of the phone right now. Don't try to blame <laughs> your wife because phone's <laughs> ringing over there.
1: It's an alarm for some reason, but couldn't tell you why.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that you know, we we talk about live streams and churches and recording things. I mean, we don't we don't do that in my church. Not because yeah, I mean, for a lot of reasons. But that's what that's for mm-hmm. when you can't get to church. Right, it shouldn't become your church and all those things. So, right. you know, some people work on Sunday mornings. That's tough, yeah. but it's still there, and you yeah. can watch it and all that good stuff. And
1: I've gone to some that are out there, mm-hmm. um, but we just haven't found the one that we both like. I mean, that's the thing now about being married. Yeah, we've got to find a place that we both are going to like, and we both yeah. are going to appreciate and be a part of, and want to serve in. And right. In. So,
0: well, if one of you doesn't like it, neither of you will like it. Right. You know, because sooner or later the the one it's going to bother you so much mm-hmm. that it rubs off and then yeah that's you know, not a good thing but it's yeah. just I don't know it's tough to to be in a spot where that church just doesn't exist yeah you know and that's failing on our behalf and we're rabbit trailing again a little bit but it's what we do here on Burnham podcast we chase rabbits <laughs> a lot a lot of rabbits um so what's what's next for you guys what are you what are you guys getting into now
1: um right now I mean it- Right now, he's going to be recruiting Georgia for January, and then I'll go back to Peru and get started working and kind of get the spring semester started with what we've got going on for student activities. And um, it'll be a long month for me because he'll be here the whole month. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about your job, Ben. Your your student activity. What what is that? I think I don't know if we talked about it in the redo.
1: I don't think we did. Let's I get into it. get to plan the fun things for the campus. So mm. we have grocery bingo, and we have bowling nights, and um, I bring in magicians, and we've had a mentalist come. A mentalist. Um, yeah, and then um, acrobats, we brought in some acrobats. They basically brought in a tent. Drew, to this day, will tell you that, is the coolest thing that I've had come to pursue. College. You, you mentioned
0: the acrobats and said yeah. it was pretty awesome.
1: Um, And they basically come in, they bring the cloth, and the students help them build the cloth, build the tent, excuse me, in the gym, and then they basically do everything above your heads. Crazy. Okay. Super cool. Um, I am the advisor for Campus Activities Board, and every year this, because we're not the only, it's called CAB, every school has their form of CAB. Right. So we have our own conference in the spring. And my students that were on my leadership when I got to Peru saw it the previous year, and it mm-hmm. was, like, the one thing they wanted to bring. It, yeah. They loved it. Um, so where do, you f- it was
0: a hit. where do you find acrobats in Peru, Nebraska?
1: They, so that's where they, they went to NACA. Okay. Found them as part of the showcase, and then they said, okay, we're coming to um, – we, we want them to come to Peru. And I was like, okay. So we looked at it, compared dates, and tried to figure out a time, and it worked, and we had – 55 kids underneath this tent looking up, watching these acrobats do their thing.
0: Yeah, you sent me video of that, I think. Yeah, just, just insane stuff.
1: Yeah. So just kind of stuff like that. Um, yeah. That we have those consistent events. Um, we did a tree lighting this Christmas for the first time. The inaugural tree lighting. Inaugural, the inaugural tree lighting. Kind of um, <laughs> Good I'll point. things that say first annual. Good point. Um and then, so we started that tradition this year, and that will be fun to build on. Um, and, gosh, I mean, we just kind of will bring in, we're, I think we're going to try to do um, luxury bingo, get some prizes that may cost a little bit more money and yeah. you know, less of to make it more Bougie bingo. Win. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> right. And then uh, Drew, who played, so homecoming this year was um, Cats from the Past, mm-hmm. so every day was a different decade. And on Seventies Day, Drew Burnham became Rob Starker.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The Price is Right. The Price is Right. Yeah. That was good stuff.
1: Yeah. So when your wife's the director of student activities, you you get volunteered to do some things. Volunteered. So. <laughs> but he had, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. he went all out. He wore a suit. He made the cards himself. They had the logo on the back. I mean, it was. All
0: it was the, the while getting ready to play. I mean, who were you guys playing that week? Somebody we beat the brakes off of. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's homecoming, right? You played the cupcake that week. Yeah,
1: so it was really fun. But yeah. we get to just do random stuff like that. And um, we had our flag football team go to Oklahoma State last – or I guess it was the beginning of this week to compete in yeah. the National Nursa Flag Football Championship. So that was a super Woo! cool experience. Go Bobcats. Them. Yeah. It was a really cool experience for them to get down there and just kind of be at a different school. Yeah. See a different town. So did they – how would they do? Um, they played some games. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, they represented, they were yeah. they played there, games. they wore the blue. Woo. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They got... I don't uh, see what's going on here. Yeah, they, had, they yeah.
1: played four or five games. I mean, they... So they, they had a whole lot of fun. I have talked to my assistant director a lot, and they loved it. You're talking about
0: the national flag football champion. Like, it's fun, you know. Oh, I think <laughs> they played Georgia at one point. Yeah.
1: Um, a school that has thousands and thousands of students in it, like fifty thousands. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So there was all kinds of schools there. It was a ed league, but but yeah. So intramurals, club sports. Yeah. they get. To, I've taken a, our club volleyball team to Iowa State to compete. In a so
0: tournament. you are program director, event coordinator, logistics yeah. expert. So it's
1: the title director of student activities and programs. So right. Anything that is an activity on campus. Typically, I help in if not Mm -hmm. oversee, and then all the club sports and intramurals, my assistant director kind of
0: oversees. Oh, my gosh. We're recording your resume right now. That's what I'm trying to get all this out of you, because one of these days, Drew's going to find a new football coaching job, and he's not going to want to leave his wife in Peru, Nebraska. So if you're out there listening to this, and you want a college football coach and or event coordinator, program director, any of the above, we got them right here for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're we're getting that out there. There you go. This is better than Indeed. Way more people are gonna see this than any Indeed ad <laughs> or LinkedIn or any of those other joints. Not that we're we're not paid spokespeople for either of those, but uh oh, no. yeah. But we're getting the word out. Yeah. You're versatile. You can do it all, right? I can do athletics. You too. can probably coach a, at least a little bit of football at this point. Oof. You know what I bet? I bet you could be the get-back coach. You know what the get-back coach oh, is? Oh, I can
1: definitely be the
0: get-back coach. You could be the get-back. Yeah, so, if you're sure. listening to this and you don't know what the get-back coach is, you, if you're not in the game as a player, you can't be on the field. So, it's some coach's job to be the get-back coach. And what he does the whole game is yell, get back. Because inevitably, the guys get yeah. closer and closer to the line. And you get penalized and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you got a good get-back coach. You could do that. Oh, I could definitely do that. So, you could put them both on staff, two for one. Mm-hmm. Um High level college football coaches out there, listen to this, Mike Bobo. I know you listen to this. Um, you're gonna need a receivers coach at one point. Could a get back coach for free? Oh, funny. Bogo, bogo for Bojo. Whatever. anyway, I know that Mike listens. Mike doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I don't know. His mom lives here. I don't know who you're talking about. Lori, not Lori. Lori's his sister. Anyway, we're getting to the names now. I don't want to do all that. But these people, they didn't ask for it. Your friends are who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but you're versatile. You're everywhere. You guys are doing all kinds, of, and that's it, a good thing because like, Drew's a football coach, and Drew is only a football coach. We used to have to call Drew. Thank God that you married Drew because we used to have to call him and be like, "Hey, uh, about time for an oil change, bud." And he, "Oh yeah, I'll take care of that."
1: Um, uh, yeah, um, I love him. I love you.
0: <laughs> Somebody has you now to take care of him and make sure that. He doesn't only eat fast food every night, and you know they, where were we going the other day? And you were like, "Come put your coat on, or your hat, or whatever oh, it was." Oh, we coming
1: here.
0: Is that was that what yes, it was? And yeah. He
1: needed his backpack. I said, "Don't forget your backpack." Yeah, that's said, what it was. Bring
0: you your mom to your daycare interview. <laughs> Bring your mom with you. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. You can come. I'll have you on soon, and then you can yeah. you can try. But everybody knows <laughs> you can try to defend yourself. Everybody knows. But we we're, we're glad. We're so glad that you. Take care of our Drew. I do. You know. Whether
1: he takes me to Nebraska or back here or wherever. It is tough to be away, though. I mean, it's... I mean, we're 14 hours from y'all. Yeah. We're 16 hours from our family. But we try to squeeze in a road trip when we can. Because I've got five siblings all within 45 minutes of each other. Yeah. And my mom yeah. and my dad. So it's trying to... Figure out how to keep up those relationships, and he's done it more than I have. Yeah, I mean, I lived even with some siblings at some point. My right one of my brothers has twins, and I lived with them when their daughter was born. And so, I've even lived and spent a lot of time with siblings. So, it was that was probably the biggest adjustment because even moving from Arlington to Abilene, yeah, it's only two and a half hours away. Yeah, but it's two and a half hours, yeah, yeah, I could do that in a day, right? But the 10 hour road trip from Southeast Nebraska to Dallas Fort Worth is a little.
0: That's different. different. So. That's you're looking at at, like that's a flight, yeah. you know. You can drive it. We drive it. It yeah, ain't. Yeah. It ain't fun. <laughs> yeah. I flew it more
1: when we were planning the wedding, but yeah, I definitely just driving it. But that makes it us work harder to keep those relationships and pick up the phone and call or text. Right. And one of we've got two family group text messages um, going, and I've got. One with our, my mom and siblings and one with my dad and siblings. And Drew's in both of them. So sometimes he gets.
0: Just blows up. Blows up. Well, he's up. in ours too. Yeah. With and in With my yours. parents so, and three other brothers. And, yeah.
1: So it's got significant others from everybody. Um, so they kind of, they go crazy sometimes. Uh, um, I have my do not disturb. Don't be mad. Uh, yeah. So I open my phone. I got 20 messages. No, but, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how I, I mean, I don't mind it because mm-hmm. that's how I see what's going on. Well,
0: you, you have to, you know, and it's, we have that technology literally at our fingertips these right. days, so it's not like yeah. it's less difficult to maintain. Really. It used to just like you could call them or you could go see them, and that was it. But now you have a thought, yeah. and you send somebody in a message, mm-hmm. and yeah, what a time to be alive, right? I
1: don't, know. I don't know what I would do if we didn't have it. Yeah. Because I call sisters-in-law and brothers and FaceTime. Yeah. I'm the queen of FaceTime. Queen don't of Facetime me. Don't. Dad doesn't like it. Mom <laughs> can't figure it out. But I, I mean, I don't know. It's just I'm making sure that he's, I have nine nieces and nephews. And yeah.
0: I don't want to forget what I look like. No, no. You, that, that's yeah, that's a big deal. Being far apart because you can call somebody mm-hmm. and they'll never know that you got your hair cut, you know, or yeah. that you're you know, whatever, you know, or you want to. Like Drew will Facetime me occasionally and be like, Hey, look at this. And it's the crop duster, you know, where you guys live. No or, surprise. yeah, the crop duster is the highlight of the day. I mean, what he else? Loves that thing. Not a ton of things to do in Peru, Nebraska, except for this crop duster that yeah. flies under the power lines. Apparently,
1: under and then back over on the other side of the
0: highway. What a wild man! I hope we didn't talk about this in the first twenty minutes. Uh,
1: possible.
0: Maybe yeah. we did. We're just laughing back over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. This sort of goes together, I guess, with the. Uh, Watching the church live stream and being able to communicate with people right. sixteen hours away—it's Yeah. Um, it's but a big also deal. it
1: takes more effort too. You have to be more conscious about it. Yeah, I mean, you've got to—I um, hate to say this—but I can go a week or so without talking to my dad, and then I realize, oh my gosh, I have it's no idea what he's doing. Been a week, yeah. yeah. I need to pick up the phone and call him. Yeah. Or we walk through Shields, <laughs> the best store in America, and I see Ku stuff, and I send him pictures of Ku stuff, and even if it's just something silly like that, yeah. It helps. To well, you, help. you stay
0: connected, yeah. and it's, I don't know, I guess it helps with homesickness and things like that. Yeah. Because
1: I mean, there's some things that I miss not being around there, but the technology part of it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And, um, getting to communicate with you and Jessica and your mama. And yeah, you know, yeah. It helps. I mean, Instagram, of course, we're sending things back and forth to each other. Right. Um, but I don't, my family is a little bit into social media, but uh, it's just easier to send texts and yeah. let them know what's going on. I was texting my sister-in-law the other day, and um, I think I had already told my sister, and so we were just joking about how I told one sister, but I didn't tell the sister-in-law. So, I mean, it's it's interesting to kind of navigate, but... I miss them all the time, so it's just yeah. You know, keep
0: in touch with that way. Yeah, but you you do have to be more deliberate mm-hmm. about those things. But it's good, it's good, and and it's I think when you when you are deliberate about it, it increases the overall quality of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, they say, yeah. but it's, it's it's true because you don't get used to you talk to somebody on the phone long enough. Like I catch myself doing this at least if I talk to somebody on the phone a whole bunch. And maybe they're far off or wherever, and then I'm with them. Like, I don't look at them when I talk to them because I just feel like we're on the phone again, right. you know. But yeah. it's, the FaceTime's a big deal because yeah. you can see each other. Right. To
1: yeah. give you an example of what the difference is between 23, 2023 minus 2005, whatever math that is, I'm not really good at that. 18. 18. Okay, yeah. 18 years ago and now. My two best friends, I was talking about Anna and Casey. That was when the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, here we go. Came around, yeah. Okay, but I had the same pair of pants fitting three people that look very different is not actually real, like the movie says. <laughs> so uh, we just walked them all and picked out a purse that we all could stand to hold for. a couple
0: So weeks. you had the traveling so we literally
1: purse. We wrote had a journal. And it went from me, because I didn't go anywhere. To, I mean, I did not I did go to college, but I didn't leave the right. area. So it had me, and then we shipped it to Denton uh, University of North Texas. Mm-hmm. And we shipped it to Tennessee. Mean Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just wore carried the purse mm-hmm. around. I have it somewhere. I still do. I, you have it. I so have it.
0: Anna yeah. and Casey, if you guys are looking for the purse, yeah, I hope the Carrie May right has it. Right. Um, you hope the journal got burned. Yeah. So okay. That's
1: how we keep, that's how we kept in touch in 2005. I didn't get a cell phone to 2005. All these kids at in college that I say, I didn't get a cell phone until after I graduated high school Yeah. or just blown away because they're getting phones in junior high. That was about the
0: time, about yeah, 2004, five. That's when I got my right. first cell phone.
1: So that's how we communicated more was you shipped Ooh. the purse, you wore it, you carried it, and then you wrote about what happened for that two weeks while you had it wow so yes I hope the journal has been burned <laughs> and that no one can find
0: it just mysteriously disappeared yeah or Casey if one of you guys know where it is don't tell us Mm-mm, no <laughs> so that just shows you the difference in, yeah
1: I mean I was a grown adult still a grown adult but that's cool though to a purse around the United States and yeah that, but now we've got phones we can just pick up in a
0: heartbeat so. yeah but yeah Beats the heck out of waiting on the purse to show up in the mail I mean, which is still cool. That's a cool yeah, thing.
1: Yeah. We we were pretty proud of ourselves figuring that one yeah, out.
0: Yeah, I've never... I don't guess I, ever, I know the gist, like the story of the movie, but I don't know. I've never seen the movie.
1: Yeah, it's like four best friends. They miraculously, a pair of pants fits all four of them. They're all very different. So they wear the pants. Right. Write a letter and then ship the pants between the four of them over a summer. Okay. So we did it over a school year. Because in the summer, they all came
0: Well, that's so I was going to ask if there was some... Predetermined period of time where you were like, "We're going to do it for this Over long." The school year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So,
1: but and we saw each other at breaks and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, they still. I, now I have got a group text with them, and um, but it's just kind of the difference of communicating and yeah. how different technology can make things.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you're, I mean, you still managed to keep us. So if you, if you haven't heard from Carrie Man a while, hit her up. She had not forgot about you. Yeah. She's just got a lot of people to talk to. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you guys, let's see, you're here. It's almost, you guys won't hear this until after Christmas, but it's right now December 22nd, and then you're going to go back, and you're going to get the ball rolling on the semester. Yep.
1: I'm hoping to make a Christmas birthday trip to see my family. When is your birthday? February 24th.
0: I feel like I should know that. Um, Maybe. What's my birthday? It's in the summer. No. no. Okay, we're cool yeah, we're, then. We're good. We're, cool. <laughs> so you're trying to get to DFW for your birthday?
1: Yeah, uh, that might be one of. It'll be before spring ball starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so hoping that happens. Last year, I went home for my birthday, and I got engaged.
0: What? And then you guys at Bucky's, right? Wasn't that the?
1: <laughs> that was so funny. Did
0: you do so? The you guys posted your first picture. I don't know where it happened. It was in Texas
1: Live in between. This is this will tell you what kind of life we live. Okay. My favorite one of our favorite places to go in Arlington is Texas Live. Super which cool is in place. between The ballpark and the football stadium. Yeah. And that's where we got engaged. Okay. Like right in between
0: two major So, games. but there was a deal. What was the deal, Drew? You were trying to go somewhere and she was trying to go to a Rangers game.
1: Oh, the no, the Big 12 was having a tournament at at the Texas Rangers ballpark, okay, Love Life Park, whatever field, whatever it's called, yeah, it's the ballpark. Um, and we were trying to go to Texas Live just because that was we had time to kill and that was our place to go, right? Well, we pulled up and noticed there was something going on, which makes it difficult to get into Texas Live if there is something. There's happening. a ball game, yeah. yeah. So then I found out it was the Big Twelve baseball, and I was like, "Well, let's go to a game." So I got on Game Time. I couldn't buy tickets, and I got really <laughs> mad. I got so mad. And there was an XFL game happening next door. Uh, rugby, rugby was going on at the old ballpark. So I got really mad, got in a bad mood. Drew illegally parked in Cowboy Stadium. We walked across the street. So that made me mad too because we were breaking rules. And we got over to the fountain, and I'm always the one asking for a picture. Yeah, he asked. Can we take a picture? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he took a selfie. And I started walking off. I was like, let's walk through this thing and all my mask. And he was like, no, no, no. Oh,
0: please wait.
1: Thank you for coming over here because I wouldn't have been able to ask you to marry me. And I whipped around so fast. And I was like, what? I had zero idea. The nail lady knew before I did. Oh, the boy. wide receivers at Peru <laughs> State College knew before I did. A hundred of my friends that were waiting on us knew before I did. I mean, it was. He did. You're always the last to know. Yeah, he did yeah. a fantastic job planning that whole thing. So, it, it was. It's a really fun story.
0: So, how angry were you at that point?
1: Uh, not at all. And actually, the first person <laughs> we called, Nana, please don't get mad. But the first person that we called was my mom mm-hmm. because I had not been the nicest to her all week. Ooh. With the lying that she was doing, and she's really not good at it. Yeah. So they like I wanted to get her and Drew together. I'm I'm scheming while he's scheming, right? Because I didn't think he had this. This is my grandma's ring.
0: Oh, okay. so when, when you say line, your mom was not being forthcoming about your impending engagement. Yeah. Okay. okay. She wasn't lying. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, was well, your mom? You're just dragging that airing it out right here, aren't Maybe. you? Mom was a liar. No, no, no. no she she was, Carrie's it mom. Was Tuesday." <laughs>
1: I wanted her and Drew and I to get together on Saturday Mm -hmm. so that they could get the ring and like see each other and pass it off. Right. And she, it was Tuesday and she was like, I don't really feel good. Can we just play it by ear? And I was like, it is Tuesday. How in the world do you know what you're going to feel like on Saturday? So I was,
0: (laughs) she's just buying time. Yeah.
1: Among other things. But then, um, little did I know when we were with Chris and Carly, my brother Mm -hmm. and sister-in-law, um, the best sister-in-law there is, by the way, Uh, we were, um, going to my nephew's baseball game, came back. My niece was babysitting and had an issue. Mm. They all had to go to the bathroom. I stayed in the car. Um, we went to dinner, came back and I went in to give him a hug. Well, right before we left, um, just, we were all standing around talking and he walked away from me and I was like, um, okay, we're not doing that. So then I get out to the car because he saw my face. Yeah. Get out to the car and he's like, "I'm so sorry, I walked away from you. I just, I don't feel good. I feel really bad. I just, I think the torchies kind of messed me up." And torchies, like, torchies is oh, fantastic. So good. So I was like, "Well, let's go get you some Sprite and some Pepto Bismol." So we drove to Target's like five seconds away. Yeah. Got a got a Sprite, got Pepto Bismol, and I was not leaving the parking lot until he took the dose of Pepto Bismol. So he did. He downed it with the Sprite. We were all good. Got back to Hannah's house. And I was going to make him take another dose. And he's like, no, no, I think I'm good. I, I think the other dose kind of messed me up too. I was like, okay. So after he proposes, we call my mom, apologize for all the terrible things I said for the week. And then um, he tells me, you know, last night I wasn't, I didn't, I felt fine. But your brother had <laughs> given me the ring. When we all went to the bathroom and you stayed in the car, uh, your brother gave me the ring so it was in my pocket. And I didn't want you to feel it. And I was like, You didn't need the Pepto Bismol. And he's like, no, no, I didn't need the Pepto. So we kept that bottle for a long time. It's a memento. But then I needed the Pepto, so we would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, Pepto's horrible anyway, right? Oh, and it's Pepto even. Is, no, Pepto is manna
0: from heaven. Uh, yeah, man, it works, but there's that moment where you're like, you drink it and you're like, I just made this so much worse because it's gross. But then to not need it and take it anyway, you're a team player, oh, Drew. Major team player. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of little things like
1: that that happened. And he, I mean, they all thought I knew, and I had zero idea. Zero uh, you, clue. I
0: postponed proposing to Jessica like six times. Really? Because she knew oh, or she thought she was okay. like, are you going to know? Not now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it had to be. A, and then it ended up being a dumb thing like y'all's deal and. You know I had to get her. It was about this time of year. It was not yet it was might be tomorrow tomorrow would be the twenty third not when you listen to this um but we were I was moving from Cartersville back to Rome and we were taking a break to go eat and we stopped at a little park and uh I'm telling my story now we're yeah, about yeah, telling yours like but uh we stopped in the little in the square in Cartersville had the big Christmas tree up and all that good stuff and my wife is a goober. So I was like, "Hey, let's go see the, the park, you know, and hang out on the square for a few minutes." And she was like, "We got to go back and move, and ah, we'll take a break. It's fine. We got to let our food settle anyway before we pick up something sure. heavy." So we get out and we're playing in the little uh, square area there, and like I was about to almost, and you know, and mm-hmm. then she is a goober, so she runs up this, she climbs up the tree, and like I'm, I'm getting frustrated now because there, there have been like four times, even since we got out of the truck, where I was like, okay, right now. And then she would be like, hey, squirrel, and run off and, you know, do Jessica things. But I'm like, get out of the tree. And uh, and I forget exactly what it was I even said, but uh, that's how I did it. That's and awesome. Yeah, but it was the most Jessica thing ever.
1: Have you gone back to the square since?
0: I'm sure. It's only like 20 minutes away. Maybe. I'm sure, yeah, we have. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, what I love yeah. the
1: place that we got engaged, because we will always go back every time. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, well, I say that. We went for Thanksgiving, and we didn't have as much time there, so we didn't get to go back at Thanksgiving. But usually we make it a point, which is why that was a cool place for us to right. get engaged, because we always go out there.
0: Well, that's one of those things that'll probably be there as long as you live, mm-hmm. you know, so you can always be able to go back to it and... Yeah, so it'll be the square, the square. I don't know. I think ours is cooler, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, you guys, I mean, even, it doesn't take long to build, like, traditions, I guess, you know, even in a relatively, so you guys have been married for six months, and you dated for year and a half.
1: year and a half. So August of 21 is when we started dating. mm
0: mm-hmm. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, just over two years all told. Then, but it
1: was a short engagement, but football coach. So it was either that summer, yeah, or I was waiting till January, February, or summer of
0: football's the of worst 20,
1: of twenty of next year. Yeah, holy so smokes! Yeah, still yeah. would not be married. yet. Still would yet. not be married if we hadn't just. So
0: when did you guys get engaged?
1: February eighteenth of twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then married. In June. June 10th. I got gotcha. you. Yeah,
1: my grandma's birthday.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice going, Drew. Good job.
1: He did a good job. He really did. He had, I mean, yeah.
0: It goes in circles, man. You'll you'll have your own episode.
1: He played with Hannah and my sister in law Carly. He had thirty three people that he writ- that he had written down. All the families that I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. plus my family, and he said, "Here, this is. I want popcorn and lemonade, right?" Yeah, that's what he wanted. Uh, Hannah and Carly took it from him, and it became 100 people and could have been our wedding reception. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. He walked in almost surprised as I did. Yeah. Because he was ready for 33 people and popcorn and lemonade. And, wow. And they did. They provided popcorn and lemonade. Yeah. Um, with a bunch of other things. I mean, they, like, I cannot thank them enough of, of what it came to be. I mean, <sighs> my... Lori and, and Tina were on Facebook inviting people that they knew that I would want to be there. Yeah. Just kind of took it and ran with it. Oh, I that's mean, awesome. It was it was probably one of the best weekends of my life, honestly, other than actually getting married.
0: The actual wedding part. Of the wedding was yeah. cool. And, and Drew's extended, you know, family showed up that weekend. Because you think about it, you know, we came out there. I was your brother and your best man, so I was, like, contractually obligated to right. be there. But then... Yeah. Adam Hatcher came out mm-hmm. from Rome to Texas. Uh, Garrett, Garrett came in from Kentucky. Garrett Eric. Switman, co-hilltoppers. Derek, uh, Derek Prather came from Maryland. Is that where Frostburg State is? Frostburg. Frostburg, mm-hmm. sorry, Derek, defensive coordinator up there. Um, Salgado, Gary. Gary yep. and Justine came in from Hutch. That was good.
1: Mike Ivan and his wife and family came. Is Mike was... there?
0: How did I miss Mike? Yeah,
1: Mike was there. Uh,
0: I didn't see Mike. Yeah, he was there. Hey, Mike, if you're listening, God bless you. I hope things are going well. Um, yeah, shout <laughs> people out. That's how you get He's your. I know, you right? <laughs> Mike's going to be in the Country Music Hall of Fame one day for one thing or another.
1: <laughs> oh, funny. But yeah. yeah, it was a really good day. And it feels a lot, long ago, lot longer ago than six months.
0: Well, I mean, you've had a whole football season since then. Yeah, and you that know.
1: was part of the reason everybody was like, why aren't you engaged yet? Well, I want to make sure I can live in the same town as you through a football <laughs> season. I can live in the same town as you seven hours away through a yeah, football season. Yeah, it's easy, yeah. But I want to make easy. sure I can live in the same town as during a football season. Yeah. And we survived.
0: Yeah, a little bit of an adjustment though, right?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, Is he is he different after wins or losses?
1: Oh, it's the night and day. Yeah night and day. It's a little bit of a
0: baby when they lose.
1: Uh, Well, so they went to Grandview. Like,
0: Grand, well, Grandview's number one in the country. Yeah, they were, and <laughs> they
1: played like it. And um, I knew it was going to be pretty rough, and his favorite cake that his mama makes is a yellow cake with chocolate frosting, and mm-hmm. so that's what I had ready when he got home. There today. you go. Because I knew it was going to be bad. I mean, and I'll even tell the football players, can you please win so my Saturday night and Sunday is not
0: ruined? Look, you got to have Saturday and Sunday. Oh, he's got it both. Like, if you're scheming for the next week by Sunday, you got to get – like, whatever's left with Saturday, you got to get over it, man. That's the – move on with your life. Win the next game. Especially if you lose to number one in the country, like, eh. It was what it was. Sometimes other guys got more bullets than his gun.
1: No, because I had a cake ready for you when you came home.
0: (laughs) Drew's never moped like he did when he was at Jacksonville State and they blew a 24-point fourth-quarter lead against – Eastern Kentucky. I've never even heard that. Yeah, it was terrible. We tried to go eat after the game, and he was just in there, like, staring at the floor oh, tiles. That's and
1: what that's what Saturday nights look like on the couch. What ding-dong. Yeah. No, it's – I don't – I mean, he. I just let him do his thing. He sits on the couch and eats like well,
0: – You got to get it out because you pour your heart and soul into it. Oh, he prepares but, for hours and hours yeah. for a
1: whole week, and then – happen. I mean, you. I was talking to another coach's wife. Your job depends on eighteen to twenty-two year olds.
0: That's tough.
1: Yeah, but they need him.
0: Yeah, yeah. They,
1: I mean, they. He does a really good job with them, and he's not just teaching them how to do X's and O's and run on a football field. Yeah. He's teaching them way more things outside yeah. the field too. Well, you Off guys too.
0: have players over at your house.
1: Can't do that because we live on campus. Oh, Okay. But we we have them at the field house. Yeah. So Thursday nights we always I'll cook something. Yeah. We'll just do desserts or I'll, we'll just yeah. do ice cream stuff and we'll hang out for the first half of Thursday night football. Um, it's just a different mix every week. There's there are some guys that um, come pretty consistently. Yeah. And then others that are like, oh, oh, it's like real food, not cat food, and they get a break from cat <laughs> food. And they'll show up, and we even have guys that are not wide receivers. Yeah, that come and hang out because they they love Coach Burnham. Yeah, and they love to be around him, and he's just really good with. And all Coach of them. Yeah. Burnham's wife can cook. Yeah, that's apparently his, he tells <laughs> me I'm the best cook in Peru, but there's only you like know three hundred people in that town, right?
0: Somewhere. I mean, that's best is the best. You got to be number one at something. Yeah, you might be the best cook. You, I mean, like legitimately, could be the best cook in Peru. I could be. There should be a contest.
1: Yeah. We had a chili cook-off, but my chili is different than theirs because there's no beans You and chili. got the Texas chili. Yeah. There's no so, beans and chili. I think I'd blow their minds if I did that. But, yeah. But, yeah, he's really good with them off the field, too. So they respect him, and you can see it, how much they like being around him, and they love being around him.
0: Who's your – Who's your favorite one of his guys?
1: Oh, I don't know if I have one. It's a favorite. loaded
0: question, right?
1: Yeah, no, I, I legit don't know if I have one favorite. Um, we have some uh, Collins, one of the quarterbacks, but Collins on my exec board for Cabs. so oh, okay. I, I see him a lot more. Yeah. Um, Will Mueller's a really good kid. He just finished his senior season and he's moved on. Um, Lander's our British kid. He's-
0: Lander, I don't. I've obviously never met any of his guys. Right, but Lander is. If I could meet one, it would be Lander. Yep. He's got an incredible story.
1: He does. Yeah. Um, plays American football and grew up. I'm gonna say it wrong. Where would he grow up, man?
0: Where's Lander from? Grew up, grew up in Saudi Arabia.
1: Yeah, England, mom's from Dad's from England, mom's from Spain. Played American football. Yeah. Caleb Herbal, that's a good kid, too. Good grief. Broke his collarbone halfway through. Oh, season. Yeah. yeah. That was dev- – I was crying in the bleachers. He's back, though, right? Mm-mm. Is he? Well, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I mean, like, he's coming back next season. Oh, yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, they're really good kids. I mean, the kids at Peru, like, some one of them just got into OT school, and we've been texting back and forth, and that's a huge thing for her. And um, there's other – Kids from small town Nebraska, and I'm sending them cow memes, cow reels. I'm like, is this what your family's like? She's like, actually,
0: yes. Yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so
1: they're just really good kids. And yeah. Being around them, and my office, where my office sits, I just I get to see them all day. Every time they come in for a meal. Right. They've got to walk. So you're riding right the get brought by the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah.
0: So everybody so, comes in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get to. Um, I went and saw one of them show. It was like her last show that she could do. Um, she showed a Charley heifer, and I say that like I know what I'm talking about. But
0: a Charley heifer—that's a cow, right? It is a cow. Okay, no, it's a
1: heifer, not a cow.
0: Okay, what did, What's the difference in a heifer one and a cow?
1: A calf and half.
0: Oh, I didn't so. know. I knew they some of them were called heifers. I didn't know yeah, why.
1: There's a difference.
0: Charley heifer. Yeah. And okay.
1: She did really well that day, but that's like the kind of thing that I get to do now. I yeah. Mean like. I'm going to go watch Courtney show her heifer and never in my life did I think I would ever say that sentence, but you just kind of get to support them in everything. That they yeah. So it's really fun. And I mean, I've got some students that will come and sit and talk in my office for an hour or they'll just yeah. sit in my desk, sit, sit in my office and do their homework and, and not talk. And yeah. Not talk. Yeah. They just don't want to be in their room and they want to hang out. Right. So it's been really cool this year. Courtney's kind of, um, hung out the most in my office and. She's the one that showed showed the heifer. The heifer. Yeah.
0: So who are your uh, who are your farm people?
1: Amy and Darren Eastman. Okay. Yes, we are in a group text with um, Drew and I, and her and her husband. And Amy named it International Harvester <laughs> because right before harvest season was over, Drew um, got to ride his combine for about an hour, and the week leading up to it. All we talked about was Drew Harvesting. And the only song <laughs> he sang was the International Harvester. International song Harvester. By Craig Morgan. And this uh, is how he, for a while, this is this is how he steered his uh, combine. Yeah, But it's really kind of more like this. Oh, and he bounced around. Yeah. you get, no, no, no. international harvester. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, I've gone out there and helped pick fruit. Not fruit, vegetables in her garden. Yeah, chunked them that were really bad. Yeah, she's got chickens. Um, we've bought eggs from her. Yeah. Um,
0: All right, have you come around on the brown eggs?
1: Yeah, yeah. We don't eat a lot of eggs. We'll eat in the calf a lot, but we just don't eat a lot of eggs. So I would always just get some from her because one, it's supporting her, but it's yeah. also, like they're good eggs. So, um, but yeah, a- Amy's my person for at work for sure. She's really good people. Darren is awesome. Drew loves Darren. And we just, we love hanging out with them and getting to, um, the text messages back and forth between us throughout the day are pretty comical <laughs> just because of the, the life that they live yeah. and the one that we did not. Um, but yeah, they they are Peru people for sure.
0: Well, this is, this is part of the benefit of traveling to all these places is getting to be yeah. part of the culture, right? right. And it's, yeah. you guys are surrounded by cornfields. Corn.
1: Corn and cows. So
0: you're surrounded by corn and cow people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The um the way that you know it's winter time in that part of the country is when the corn are on the harvested wheat fields. Um, and I think that I think this is an Eastman special, but they will start texting each other, cows on stalks. Cows now on stalks. Because the cows you, you basically take your cows that you have Mm-hmm. And move them to your cornfields and they eat up all they the They eat what's left. Yeah. 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 Okay. So cows on stocks means it's wintertime.
0: So I didn't know we were gonna get into this is is this horticulture? Agriculture. Agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. So you learn all kinds of things.
1: Oh, we learn every day. Anias hydride per ammonia. Anhydrous ammonia stinks to high heaven. What is that? It's something they spray on the fields right now.
0: Okay, okay. something at the end of the harvest yeah. they spray on. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we learn all kinds of things.
0: Yeah, and you then you bring plant, them back to.
1: Yeah, can't plant corn the two years in a row. You you alternate corn and beans because the corn is so hard on the soil.
0: So, okay, so well, we got these corn mazes. Mm-hmm. Are those phony? Do uh, they do them every they may year?
1: Just not be on the same part
0: is that the deal It's different corn in Georgia than Nebraska? Corn in Nebraska there's some farmer right now that lives right here is watching this that like, knows that I'm a ding dong <laughs> <Darren>. different <laughs> different corn in Georgia apparently I guess there are lots of different kinds of corn yeah, I, I don't the corn know.
1: that's grown around us is not to some people do but the majority of it is it will be grain or corn syrup.
0: yeah nah, nah. is yeah. what it is make money gotta get paid yeah
1: so that's kind of that's been entertaining for us. Is yeah, meeting the Eastmans and hanging out with them and just building that relationship with them.
0: So and I feel like you're for
1: ten hours for our wedding.
0: Oh, they were there too. Yes, God bless them. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: I know they're they're solid.
0: Well, sure. there's no doubt then about how much people love you guys. Then right? I mean, folks traveling from all over the country to come be in your yeah, wedding. Yeah, we
1: I mean, we're we pretty blessed with the people that we know and from all the different places. Yeah. Um, just I mean. Adam Hatcher last night took care. I mean, we went and ate.
0: Don't spill the beans because people are going to hit Adam up, try to get free meals out of him now. Oh, no, but free. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, just kind of we have people everywhere we go, and we'll continue to do that. Yeah. We've still got people in Hutch. Well, they may not be in Hutch.
0: They're Hutch-ish. Hutch
1: and Michigan now and California. And so we're building community for sure and all kinds of different things.
0: All over the place. Yeah, good stuff. Well, I don't know how long we've been rolling. It's tough to tell. I always know when we've been recording for an hour. Mm-hmm. I just do, but we haven't recorded for an hour. Maybe we've been sitting here talking for an hour now. I don't know. Because I, I, th- I still think about the other 20 or 30 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. that you guys are going to get. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But I think this is a good place to wrap it up. We've covered all of the uh, horticulture and agriculture, agriculture. and... Church and family. Showing heifers and all kinds of fun stuff. But uh, this will be a good place to jump off. Thank you so much. Of for coming on and telling yeah. your story. And next time you're in town, we'll do it again.
1: Yeah. We will. Who knows where we'll be and-
0: We'll see. I feel like it'll be a big city next time. It'll be like culture shock, way different from what you're doing now.
1: Uh, Yeah, big city will be back to my roots for
0: sure. Oh, you're from that. Whatever. That's not any fun. Never. Arlington. Right, right. I got you. Anyway, go Rangers. God bless you guys. We love you. (laughs) See you next time.